Hi friends, David Higginbotham here. This episode is with Lyle and Beth Forsberg. And wouldn't you know it, right up front, I mispronounced their name. I called them Forsman or some other thing. Again, I didn't realize it until after I was listening to the podcast later on, and there was no way to go in and fix that. I tell you, this podcasting thing is not as easy as it seems. But we're going to learn how to do it, and I appreciate your uh, faithfulness and your patience with us as we learn how to do it step by step. Thanks a lot for participating with us. Godspeed to you. Welcome to the Learning to Thrive podcast, where we have real conversations with real people about real life. And now, here's your host and my friend, David Higginbotham. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Learning to Thrive podcast. I appreciate you taking some of your time and investing it in us and in the stories that we are recording and in the conversations that we're having here. It takes uh, some of your time throughout the day to do that, and I know your time is valuable. Thank you for taking some of it to join us here. I just really appreciate that. I'm David Higginbotham. I'm your host, and I've got a couple of friends today. We're going to be talking about some things in their lives, and I want to introduce you to them. This is Lyle and Beth Forsman. They're some friends from Central Florida, the little town of Apopka outside of Orlando, and they're some good guys. Hi, guys. Hi, Lyle. Hi, Beth. Say hello. Hi, David. Hello. That's good. Um, Beth and I have known each other for a lot of years, and you're getting to pick that up. Many of the people that I'm interviewing and that we're talking with are people that I've known in, in times past. I met Lyle through Beth. Uh, Beth and Lyle have been married now for 30-something-odd years, I guess, many years. And uh, they're good guys. Um, wonderful years. Wonderful, yes. 30, 30 wonderful absolutely absolutely you guys uh g- give us the uh the two-minute introduction to who who the foremans are somebody give me just either one of you just dive right in there well, well both, yeah both of you at the same time is, is same great time. when you're married 30 years you talk with the same words that's right, <laughs> that's right. that starts to happen so. that's well great. The Forsbergs are, <laughs> we are um, passionate followers of Jesus, not all of our married life. You know, we had our early rocky days that. Well, she's trying to be nice. She, <laughs> when she married me, I was not a Christian. Okay. So There you go. That's so a good start. We, we met. She was a school teacher and I was a, a pilot, airline pilot. And uh, we met, started dating. Shortly after that, um, we got married, despite the fact that I said I will never get married. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's, there's the first <laughs> lesson to me. Never say never. Yeah. So, and and we'll, we'll have a conversation about that some other time, I'm sure. Yeah, That's going to be one of those good ones to have. Absolutely. But anyway, yeah, and um, early on, you know, I was bound and determined. I will say he had a very soft heart to God. Um, His heart was soft, though. His hand was up and kind of pushing him away. But um, I began immediately, you know, to try to, you know, help the Holy Spirit along. Of course. And um, I quickly kind of got, you know, knocked down a notch or two. God (laughs) said, I think that you and I have enough to work on 
on her own. And how about you let me work on him? Mm -hmm. And um, so, of course, when he fell hard for Jesus, he fell hard. And um, Mm -hmm. God started calling him away from the airlines and he fought for a long time. But we finally jumped in with both feet and um, and came down here uh, to Florida back near family. He retired early. We worked at a church for seven years and um, we've been away from that for about seven years and just trying to follow God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a two minute introduction. Yeah, sorry. That's, that's okay. We've, we've got a slow clock, so it, it does. <laughs> it's not a problem. And tell us about, tell us about your daughter. You have a, a wonderful daughter. Tell us about. Oh, we have a precious daughter who is 26 years old and um, only one had a hard time conceiving so and we were older and we thought we might have more but we just have her so we just did our best to raise her to not be a little spoiled only child but she's precious she's married and she's married to a lawyer and um, they live about four hours away from us but they're doing great that's good it's great to see your kids launch into life and begin building lives of their own i mean that's a real blessing it is it It really it really is. We've we've been blessed to be able to see that with our children as well. So that's good. And and I can, I I need to tell you as well that that Beth's family and my family have a history that goes back into the fifties. Um, her dad and mom graduated from high school with my mother uh, many many years ago, and so my parents have known Beth's parents for many many years. And uh, they are our parents are both aged now. My father passed away in June. My mom is in her late eighties and Beth's mom is, is, is in that same range as well. And so we have age 85. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dad's getting ready to turn 89. Yeah. Yes. And so they, we, we have, we're in that parenting uh, of parents years, those aged things. So, and we'll have conversation about that at some point, guys, that's (laughs) one of those things, but, but tonight you, you guys said you, there was a, there was a story that you wanted to tell um, about, the from a from a tragic encounter in in your family how god was able to come into that tragic situation and and bring grace and mercy and love and peace and you guys uh, i just i just want i'd love to hear that story i'd love to hear about that so where would you like to start uh with that and and bring us up to date it it started uh, we i was doing my airline thing beth is doing her housewife, mother, wife thing. And we got a call in the middle of the night. My older brother, who was a doctor, had been shot and killed. Oh my, and yeah. uh, I'll let Beth take it from there. <laughs> well, actually, we were here. We were at the we were at the church during those years. Yeah. And so out of no, unexpectedly. Yes. Unexpectedly, you, 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 get, a, you get a phone call and yeah. while your, your brother has been shot and killed. Yes, been yes. shot and killed. Uh, a phone call from a neighbor, and uh, that's right. It was I had already left the airline, but I had airline privileges, so I uh, we were able to use those to immediately mm-hmm. uh, go and find out. And, uh, what and where where was he when when he was when he was shot? What where did he live? Uh, Sierra Vista, Arizona. In Arizona, okay, yeah. okay. So you traveled mostly across the country, okay. Right. And so, what 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 began to develop there once you got that news and you guys made the trip? Well, once once uh, 
we found out the details, there was, a, there was anger because um, the, I could say it nicely, uh, well, let's just put it this way, the police department was understaffed at the moment. Okay. And uh, so there, so an investigation was never launched until after we got there and we started stomping our feet around a little bit and uh, mm. making some noise. It makes some noise, yes. And uh, but uh, really, nothing much came of it. Then, of course, we attended to my brother's only son, um, who also was devastated. And um, and how old was he at the time? Oh gosh, he was in his thirties. Okay, so he's an adult. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Okay. Uh, once we find out the details of it, uh, we just assumed that uh, the, the the wife who had shot him probably okay. would be charged. Okay. And uh, so we were we were going to let that play out, but that never happened. So it, uh, it wasn't it wasn't a random thing that happened just out of nowhere. There was a, a family dispute of some sort that was going on. Yes, that's from what we understand. You know, it was difficult to ever get the exact story because, okay. right. you know, our, our brother was gone. His brother was gone. And, um, you know, the our nephew, no one was there except the two of them. But there was okay. only two people in the room. Right. And one person ended up shot dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to, you know, I'll just tell you a little bit. Because this this leads into um, before Christ and after Christ. Now, before Christ's response, and it was still there in me, a little instinct of how our dog, dad taught us to take care of each other. And that um, sometimes you have to take uh, steps to make sure that justice is done. So I have to tell you, my first thought was, well, if they're not going to do anything off, you know, the thought ran through my head. I'm going to have to take care of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's some dark. There's some dark thoughts there. Yeah, and, sure, uh, absolutely. Um, so that that was quickly followed, though, by fortunately for me, <laughs> I had had some years of faith building. God had right. given. Okay. This is the this is the advantage. People say, "Well, I can just." you know, get it all at once right before I die and everything's good. Well, that's true. But along the way of life, if you're, if you, if God has given you, ask for it, God will give you faith. And faith is, if I can say the wheels in the car that you're moving along in life, Mm. he'll give you better wheels, better Mm. tires, bigger engine, Mm. so that you can navigate things like this tragedy. And it wasn't, as a result of that, God had given me some bigger wheels to to handle this, and um, it wasn't too long after that there was forgiveness mm. and on her. Now, at the same time I'm working through that forgiveness, Gary, my brother, was quite close to Beth, and Beth was going through her own emotion yeah i really held out hope that we would see earthly justice i was convinced you know 
we'll, Poli- we'll the police are going to get involved and we're, we're going to see justice charges and had some suits going and we were just sure we were trying to help and i would i would sometimes call the detective myself and um you know we were just we were sure we were sure that we were going to get um justice and it was probably at least a year into it before we realized Mm. we're we're not we're not gonna there is nothing there's nothing that is going to be resolved for us we're not going to get any any justice or there was there there were some things filed but there were some decisions made that that wouldn't work out so nothing was followed through right um so that became a real that became a real issue for me because i had already settled in my mind and in my heart that i will definitely forgive her but she will be standing behind those bars. Right. right. And then I will walk in. I'll be able to say, you know what? She loves you and I forgive you. And, you know, I had it all planned out in my head. Even though you're going off to prison for 15 to 20 years, I just want you to know I forgive you. (laughs) Absolutely. That is exactly in my brain. That was so, I will. And I could just see her behind those bars. And, um, man, when I realized that that is not going to happen on this earth, you are not going to have that opportunity. You're probably never going to be able to talk to her again, and you're not going to have that opportunity. And I grappled with that for the longest time. And it wasn't until one day, and I, I don't even know, I'm sure it was several years later. It wasn't an immediate thing. Before, before we get there, before we get yes, to yes. that point, I, I want to pause here for just a second. Okay. <laughs> Because you guys have uncovered something in this story that all of us, at a at just a wide variety of levels, have to deal with. Hopefully, and the vast majority would never have to deal with something like this. Mm-hmm. But 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 still, that reality when reality comes into my face and tells me this thing that's happened to you or to your loved one or to whomever you're never going to see the justice that you want to see. When that comes screeching into your front door and screeches to a halt right in the middle of your living room and says, okay, now what are you going to do? Exactly. See, that's, that's, uh, that's real life. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. we, we see it happen to people on the six o'clock news and, they don't know who, whatever. And then you think, oh, wow, well, they'll never find that person. But we don't ever think of ourselves as being in a situation where I've got to wrestle through my response to this person who's done this terrible thing or whatever it's been. How am I going to deal with that, even though I know they're walking away scot-free? Mm-hmm. And, that, that's where, and that's where you guys yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was tough. Uh, tough for a long time. And um, I I had her name on my prayer list for years, but I would just cringe, you know, to have to pray. Um, I <laughs> yes. just really wanted, you know, I, I wanted to see justice. Honestly, that's terrible, but I'm just being honest. Well, having having that strong desire for justice is not a bad thing necessarily. Right. It's it, it, it's that part of us, you know. We do want to see things resolved, and 
and when you're when you have when she's on your prayer list, first of all, kudos for doing that, Beth. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I mean, kudos for that. I, I, I might have had her on a mythical prayer list in my brain, you know, that maybe once in a while I would stumble yeah. across, but to actually see that name printed there, you know, uh, God sent a thunderstorm over there and just bring that lightning bolt down. That's right. When you wrestled, when you wrestled through that over a period of years, yes. I, I appreciate you doing that because it's easy for us sometimes to do the thing that we to to follow through on the thing that we know we're supposed to do and we go through the motions of doing the thing that we're supposed to do. We say the thing we're supposed to say. And I, I'm really encouraged and blessed by the fact that you guys didn't do that. Well, I, I have, I have a confession to make. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did some of that. And that actually helped me along in a way that, uh, because I had just started working for a church. They had hired me, mm-hmm. which is ironic because here I'm dealing and struggling with this. And I'm right. starting out in this church. And I, and I actually thought, oh, wow, you know, God's really going to protect me now. I'm working. I've given up my airline career for working <laughs> at the church. Everything's right. going to be happy. And he's going to put this sunshine over my head for the rest of my life. And there's going to be <clears throat> no problems. Blue skies and blue skies and green lights. Yes, that's right. That's right. So after this happened, I knew there were eyes on me at the church. They everybody sure. heard what yeah. happened. So I did understand that I, I had to step up a little bit. So I did have to go through some motions, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But it I actually do. helped yes. me along. Um, you know, I learned. It, it took a little while, but I learned to pray for her for her salvation. I was uh, almost sure she, uh, she she was not a believer. So, um, so it was actually uh, stepped up my faith a bit, the mm. challenge of it all. Mm. Well, I think that, like he was saying, um, you know, going through the motions, even putting her on my prayer list was a little bit of going through the motions. No, no, I get that. But, sure, yeah. But, but. We have two confessions. Yeah, really. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to stop. Know. I'm going to stop projecting my evaluations. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to go back. We're going to edit that part out. So, so, we're so I, to help us, and now we're just yeah. So, so I look better. See, I got it's, it's about me. <laughs> anyway, we did kind of go through the motions, but we didn't. I don't think we ever vocally said out loud to people, "Oh, I forgive her. I forgive okay. her." Okay, yeah. But we really had come to the point where we did. We said we're praying for her, or we did actually pray for her. But the moment that my heart really changed was um, one day that, I don't know, I just felt like God really laid on my heart, you know, you're angry and you want her to, you want (laughs) justice, Mm -hmm. but do you want her to spend eternity in hell? Mm -hmm. And that was like a turning point for me, because as much as I wanted justice, I did, I did not want her to spend eternity in hell. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like at that moment, I honestly, I know it was several years. It wasn't a quick thing, but um, God then just began to soften my heart. And um, mm-hmm. I prayed continually for her. Um, actually, we found out she had died and Ooh. I was still, I'd been praying for her like six, six additional months before we heard through our nephew. <laughs> 
that he didn't even know that right. she had died. Right. So. But you know what? The, this wrestling match that you guys were involved in really wasn't about her. Uh-oh, you froze. Okay. Can you hear me? Is that back? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my internet is unstable now. It's telling me that. You, the, the, the wrestling match that you guys were involved in wasn't about her. It was about you. It was about you and your heart and the, the willingness and ability to engage with the father as he brought you into a, a deeper place in this journey that you're on with him. And coming to that place of realizing, no, I'd, I'd really don't want that for her. And I really, I really do want to see her life changed. And I do want to see her receive uh, my forgiveness. And see, that's, I love that. That's exciting. Well, and to this day, I still pray for her family. Sure. So I, you know, um, it, it really taught it really, I think it really taught us a lot. It was very difficult, um, but it, I, you know, I, I'm encouraged. God was so present and so patient with us. Yeah. And, um, you know, just walked along. I mean, we were still, I was still able to lead Bible study at the church, even though I wasn't <laughs> completely settled with forgiving her. And, you know, I was still able to do his job. And, you know, even though we would have these discussions at home with our, with Allie and, you know, just being upset, but um, we, you know, God walked us all through it. He walked us all, all the way through it. And, you know, we're forever wounded, you know, you don't ever sure. yeah. not have that wound. But um, I will tell you, we've been gifted with a sweet relationship with his son. Oh, yeah. And a precious relationship with his son's little, do- little girl who yeah. We, yeah. we get to just connect with. And we see her and send her gifts every month and we video with her. And we've been to visit her at, at least once a year, pretty much every year of her life. And, That's really um, great. So she's the, you know, they're both of them are right. like a gift to us, right. um, a connection with with his brother, and now a gift in our lives. Mm. Mm. That's sweet. I mean, that's precious, guys. I mean, really, uh, an opportunity to step into a place, Lyle, where your brother isn't able to be anymore, and and have that that. Children need to have that connection with adults that are not their mom and dad. They they need to have that that connection with uh, a grandparent. But if the grandparent's not there, someone else can step in and be sort of like that adopted grandparent, that great uncle and great aunt, you know, kind of who sews in. Because that kind of love that's received there is planting seeds in that little girl's life and in your nephew's life that will will bring fruit in their lives for years to come. It will. Now, it's not all going to bring the fruit that we want necessarily all the time, but but God has a way of guarding over those seeds that he sows, and that's that's really good. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. That's really special. So you, you, you came through that process, able to come to a place of compassion for her at some level and wanting, wanting, you know, God's mercy for her. 
and and not simply the justice that you you had wanted to have happen uh man's justice to be to be brought in but looking for god's mercy that's right well man's justice um as we know it is imperfect yeah you know for all of us and um sometimes that's disturbing to people but it's helped us like you've said it's helped us to deal with life's unfairness because we have a creator that loves us mm. and in the end is going to make it everything right. Sure. So we don't have to be so concerned with everything being correct here on earth uh, or perfect because of those promises that, that he's given us. So that kind of just helps the balance of it all yeah. in my world. Anyway, uh, oh. I don't have to go around trying to fix everything. All right. That's really good. Law. That's good. And reminding myself that everything doesn't have to be perfect gives me the freedom to enjoy the journey a little more. You know, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't all have to be perfect here for me to enjoy the journey. And uh, I appreciate you sharing that because that, that's an important thing for me to be reminded of. And, and it's okay to feel the feelings. Sure. You know, you're going to feel the feelings when you're, when you're hurt badly, you've got a wound like that. You can't expect to not feel the feelings. Right. Um, and that's okay. And I think that's been important for us all along to be able to be honest and not try to pretend, you know, that we had reached a point when we were still in the process mm. to that point. Yeah. I, I think that, um, being a believer actually helps you bring out your feelings. It, the ironic thing, my brother, the one that was killed, used to tell me uh, that I was very stoic. That was the one word that he would use. <laughs> stoic. Yes. Okay. And I, and I will tell you that uh, Christ brought out in me uh, uh, just the ability not to worry about mm. feelings. Yeah, a great tenderness. Including the whole marriage thing, which I didn't want to get married because I didn't want to get hurt. Sure. I didn't want to take a chance. Sure. So all of that's all wrapped up. We as And it doesn't happen all at once. So when we become believers, what we're doing is we're grasping for, for, for help. We should be every day. And because we do that, life, like you said, the journey becomes just more fruitful it yeah. just becomes better at, at at least from personal experience oh yeah i think we both could oh definitely uh, well, well i i can tell you lyle you you've been on a journey moving from stoic to tender-hearted <laughs> yeah. yes i know i look back i can and see I it I'm not the same person <laughs> I <know. laughs> is it i mean just just in the in the conversations that we've had, just I'm 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 seeing you. I'm thinking, man, what a tender-hearted guy. I mean, I would never have thought to call you stoic because I I didn't know you as your brother did when you were growing up and all those years, you know. So I only I only know the the guy that's in the tender-hearted journey part of your life, <laughs> and that's a blessing. I mean, that that really is. That's that's a blessing. Well, it feels freer. I will tell you, like you said, the words it does feel freer. I don't worry about how, at least not as much. I don't. Sure. Yeah. How emotions will 
come out. Right. Um, you no, know, I just believe that God gave us what he gave us. We're supposed to express how he created us. So yeah. um, I'm living more now than I did when I was. Oh, my goodness. Going. Yes. <laughs> I, I tell you, that <clears throat> you know, we haven't, you and I haven't talked about this, but that's been a thing that's been going on in my heart as well. Um, and, and, and I've, I've got to the point where, uh, I used to be careful about, you know, a few years ago about watching a Hallmark movie with my wife. And it wasn't because I did, I would lose my man card, you know, <laughs> it was because I knew there's a darn good possibility. I'm going to be crying before this thing is over. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? It does feel good to cry sometimes. Just, I, I I never cried, by the way. Oh yeah, Christ! I know. No, no me. Uh, there's the whole stories about. You know that's that's an that's another conversation. One of these, yeah, yeah, another yeah. one of these conversations. I'm making a list. Okay, I'm I'm making a list of the different topics we're going to have conversations <laughs> about. But but uh, I I really appreciate you guys. Um, opening up and sharing a really special, challenging season of your life with us. And I know that our listeners are going to appreciate that as well, because the theme of what we're trying to do here with the Learning to Thrive podcast is sharing stories, real conversations with real people about their real lives. And frankly, it just doesn't get any more real than this type of type of challenge and tragedy and the thing that encourages my heart is that you guys having come through that have come through that at a better place and a deeper place in your journey with Jesus and you discovered some things about forgiveness that you would not have discovered apart from that tragedy that took place and God doesn't doesn't make those things happen but he uses those things because that's that's what comes along. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God still uses you, was using you guys during that transition time and during that difficult time. God uses broken people because that's all there is to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there isn't anybody who's got their stuff together. It just isn't. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I appreciate the authenticity of, of your lives and your willingness to open up and say, Hey, Here's this thing that happened to us, and here's what we learned. And so let me wrap it up with a couple of questions, and I try to do this every time. Looking back at this, when you look back at it, what what stands out to you that you learned about God, and and what did you learn about yourself? Well, I think we talked a little bit about it. I I will tell you that whether we ask for it or not during a tragedy, if we have been prior to that, accepting his promises and, and his son's message. In other words, we become believers when we start trying and we start asking for faith, even though in the middle of the tragedy, you may not be thinking what I even rationally God is there. There's the advantage. If you have God prior to a tragedy, he's going to be there whether you ask for it or not, you know, in a real 
conscious sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I learned. He he was just whether whether I was sleeping, awake, or whatever. He was just there. Mm-hmm. There was a comfort and a peace that was there. There were even some answers and some uh, to to what should be done mm-hmm. uh, that I may have not thought of. So I'm I'm eternally grateful uh, for the whole journey uh, of God. It still continues. Um, he's done some miraculous things. Oh, that's really good. God was there. That's yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. I would say his faithfulness um, mm. to just to like like Lyle said, just be there. I mm. mean, um, even when we I was wrestling and struggling, I I just he he was always consistent, you know. And I and I didn't feel judged by God, you know. I mean, I. I didn't feel, I felt like I could just be honest with him and right. tell him how I was feeling and tell him I was angry and tell him and that I did. I did, that I was unhappy <laughs> and I didn't understand why he wouldn't, yeah. you know, do this, but <laughs> I didn't feel his judgment. I felt his tenderness. I felt his, yeah. you know, his literally kind of holding, holding us up, um, holding me up. Yeah. Um, and I learned about myself that, um, you know, hey, it's kind of what you said, David. It's it's a journey. Life is a journey. Yes. It's not going to be perfect, no. and it's not going to work out always the way we think it's supposed to work out. Mm. But God is faithful, and he is going to love me to the very end, and he's going to help me love other people to the very end, even if sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others. Even if you're wrestling through exactly. forgiving this person who did this right. terrible thing to your family. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Even, even then. Yeah. yeah. He's not condemning. Yeah. He's loving. Okay. No, he's not. Well, that's really good. Some stuff you've learned about God. What about yourself? What, what do you, when you look back, did you come away with anything that you look at and go, Oh wow. You know, that's something I learned there about me that I want everything to end I want the and they all lived happily ever after (laughs) (laughs) I like that yes yes I like that I like like for everything to be fair and you know and um, I really saw that I really really liked that and wanted that in this situation yeah yeah and I wanted to fix it you yeah. all, I wanted to fix it. Fix it. That instinct, that human instinct. Yeah. Take care of it. Fix it. Okay. What, what, what I learned from that was we're not here to fix things. Yeah. That's, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know what? Being reminded that it's not my job to fix everything. Uh, once, I, once I can accept that, it's a real relief. Because there's a lot of pressure on there, you know. Yeah, you're 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 pulling, you're showing that off your shoulders thing, Lyle. I mean, we we, we put so much of that stuff on ourselves, you know. Um, that it, I've got to fix it, man. That's such a big thing for us guys. I, I know for me, I, I was, you know, I'm right out of that right out of that vein, and uh, the the pressure as well, Beth. That it's got to wrap up like a Hallmark movie, you know, yeah. with, with, you know, that, that kiss and the sunlight in the background and, 
the snow starting to fall and that's right you know what you know we we all we all want that we do we do and i think that com- i do think that comes from a part of our heart that longs for that time when god is going to restore everything absolutely and bring everything to that place like Lyle, you were talking about he's going to he's going to put it all together and he's going to he's going to he's going to put his stamp yeah, uh, the big on, fix. On, abs, the big. Yeah. <laughs> the let me, big let me wait. Let me write that down. <laughs> the, the big fix. I gotta have to use another sheet of paper to put these things. Yeah, up. We, we could we could we could uh, write a script for a movie and call it the, yeah, big, the fix. big fix. The has, big that, fix. Uh, has that been done? Yeah, it has, but it would be a different storyline, I'm yeah, sure. It would be. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for taking the time to to share this, uh, this story is just precious and of the journey that you're making. And I just, I just, I pray for your nephew and, and his daughter Thank you. That, and that you guys would continue to, as you have that opportunity to love them in the special way that you're already doing. We will. Continue. What a gift it is. What a gift it is to well, them. To well, right. yes. Well, the gift, the gift uh, to, 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 to paraphrase Shakespeare, the gift is twice blessed. It, it blesses the ones who receives it and blesses the one who gives it. And so that's a, I, I saw that in the Facebook meme this week. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking your time, guys. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And until the next time we have a chance to record one of these conversations, Godspeed to you. Godspeed. Okay. You didn't do that. I was going to say Godspeed. Okay. You say it now. Godspeed. Okay, you got it. Thanks, Lyle. Thanks, Beth. Thank you for choosing the Learning to Thrive podcast. We hope you have been encouraged. Please check the show notes where you can learn more about today's episode. Give us a rating, tell your friends, and join us again next week. Together, we are learning to thrive.